so uh, <clears throat> I came into this uh, day, I guess week, with uh, this big plan to do a, you know, a double podcast uh, covering the Raptors game on Monday and today's game on today's podcast, uh, and then do the... Spurs and Rockets game on uh, Saturday's podcast, but um, as I was going to prepare to record this, I found out that one of my followers actually passed away a couple weeks ago, and so I'm really not in the mood to do all that, and quite frankly, not in the mood to do a lot of research here. So what I'm going to do is uh give you an off the off the dome podcast here today. Um but I do want to start off with a quick moment of uh silence for Pastor uh, Corey Hines uh who I I've been following for a little while. I don't know exactly how long, but uh anytime I interacted with him on the timeline, it was always a positive interaction. I could tell he loved his family. Uh I know he went through a lot last year with his health and always came back, always had a smile on his face. Anytime he posted a picture or video, always laughing, just a a good guy to interact with on the timeline. Um, I think he had a, a rough early part of his life and turned it around, became a pastor. Um, it's weird talking about somebody passing away and when they're like five months older than you, um, so they, I think that kind of makes it hit even that much harder. But again, uh, cool guy. Was wondering why I hadn't seen him on the timeline. And today his wife posted a picture of a sonogram at a gravesite and said that she brought the baby to see his dad. And I just kind of threw off everything that I was doing at the time. Um, but I can't imagine what they're going through. Uh, three kids. Uh, I think the baby would have been the fourth. Um I don't know, it's just tough. So, quick moment of silence, and then, um, yeah, we'll get into basketball, I guess. All right, rest in peace, Pastor Corey. Um, So, yeah, let's get into sports. Welcome back yet again to the Bibbs Corner Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. And uh, today we're going to talk about the last two Mavs game, uh, Monday against the Raptors, and of course, tonight against the Indiana Pacers. So, the Raptors game was a weird one. Um, the starters were Luca, Brunson, THJ, Willie, and KP. So we went with the two bigs and our two big, pretty much uh, point guards with Luca and Brunson. Uh, both teams played like crap for a while. Um, the first quarter was ugly. The first half was ugly. Uh, we ended up being tied 47 
to 47 going into the half, so it was a matter of who would make the best adjustments in the second half. So, throughout the game, Luka was being crowded everywhere he went and, you know, was kicking out the shooters. Um, we could have used some shooters hitting some shots, but was not to be. Uh, and there's no better example of how bad the shooting performance was than Tim Hardaway Jr., who was 0 for 12. 0 for 12 uh, set a new franchise record for shots without a make. Um, was 0 for 6 from 3 as well. I think when he left the game, he it was a weird play where he kind of hit uh, the Raptors player, I can't remember who it was, in the head, and then also landed on his ankle. It was uh, Norman Powell, actually. He hit him on the head, and then he also, like, or he came down aggressively with the hand, and then he also landed on his ankle, or his foot, which he's had issue injury issues with. Um, and he got a tech for that play. I can't. I don't know if it was something he said, uh, how hard he hit down, or uh, the fact that he landed on that foot, which, again, I don't think was intentional. But it did happen. Uh, he kind of somebody said he might have thrown his mouthpiece into the stands, but he was upset when he left the game, uh, <laughs> to say the least. And I'm sure there was a lot contributing to that. Uh, ESPN stats and info decided to point out that you know, THJ set the Mavs franchise record from uh, shots without a make, uh, but his dad actually has the NBA record at 17 shots without a make. They posted a nice little picture of the father and son side by side. And I said, um, you know, the apple missed the ground when it fell from the tree. And uh, quite honestly, I thought that that was a pretty quality tweet. And uh, I was a little disappointed that the amount, the lack of, I should say, love that that tweet got. But, you know, it is what it is. I had to recycle it here for the podcast. Uh, if I made one person chuckle, I appreciate you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, nobody really stepped up. And, you know, the Raptors pulled away halfway through the third quarter. Uh, we ended up losing by 23. Um, and to further highlight how bad that game was, I'm not spending a ton of time on this. To further highlight how bad that game was, let me uh, just give you a couple stat lines here. Uh, Luca was had 15.7 boards, 9 assists on 4 for 11 shooting. So he only got 11 shots up. Um, and there was a point in time where he was tied with three guys for the second amount of shots on the team. Uh, second highest, I should say. So yeah, four for eleven. Um, I mean, not second, third. Four for eleven for Luca. Again, they were all over him, and we needed somebody to step up. It didn't really happen. Uh, KP finished with twenty three points, nine boards, two blocks. He was eight for fourteen. I think somebody mentioned he had like a little flurry, where he made like four shots in a row or something like that. That kind of made that look better than it was. Uh, Trey Burke had 17 off the bench. James Johnson had 15 and 6 off the bench. And Josh Green had 4 points, 3 boards, and 2 assists. Uh, late in the game, he did a, he got a couple scores. But the way he was playing let me know that his confidence was high. And I was kind of hoping to see that confidence spill over into the next game. And that leads us to today. Uh, like I said, I didn't want to talk about that Raptors game too much. We lost, we lost big. So, let me take a quick sip, and then we'll get into tonight's game. <sighs> Refreshing spring water there. Um, no sponsors. I'm not saying who it was. So, <clears throat> the Pacers. Uh, I'll start this one by pointing out that the Pacers are also dealing with some injury and health issues. Uh, not COVID-related, but they are not 
at full strength at all. And they're uh, in the midst of a tough, tough strength because tough stretch of games because of that. Uh, so context is important. Uh, Miles Turner is out. Uh, Goga Patadze, who will be their third big. Uh, he played on Sunday, but he's coming back off an of injury, so it feels like that maybe they're slow rolling him. He played 15 minutes on Sunday, so I thought he would be uh, at least backing up Sabonis tonight, but that did not occur. Uh, he played, I'm sorry, uh, Sabonis was really the only big that played. They played Jakar Sampson as his backup, uh, who is like 6'7", <laughs> and has like no offensive game at all. So, Sabonis ended up playing 41 minutes tonight just because he kind of had to. With that said, Rick went small since the Pacers were playing McDermott at the four and had just wings out there with Sabonis. And Sabonis isn't exactly the most athletic guy. So, we went small and it was very effective. There were several plays in the first quarter where it looked like absolutely nobody was guarding KP. And he was just getting easy dunks. Um, Sabonis also got into foul trouble, which also hurt that cause of stopping KP. Uh, Luka ended up actually hurting his knee in the first quarter. And uh, it, Skin kind of said that he thought he hurt the other one. He, I saw him later in the game react after a play like he was hurt again. And Skin said it was the other knee. Uh, I have to hope that it was the same knee just being aggravated. But uh, he wasn't moving around great at all. Uh, he did have the ball on a string, though, and he was flinging it around everywhere, making some great passes tonight, some disrespectful passes. Uh, he ended up finishing the game with 13 points, 12 boards, 12 assists. So, uh, obviously, wasn't as aggressive looking for a shot. Part of that was the injury. Part of that was him focusing on trying not to take too many bad shots, which I appreciate the latter. Uh, I hope that the knee thing is not something that's going to continue to bother him. Um, we do have a couple of days off, so hopefully he can get some treatment and be okay. Uh, Hardaway bounced back after his 0 for 12 for performance and had 6 for 13, 3 for 6 from 3. So uh, pretty much, like I said, that 18-point range, what you expect from him. Uh, Brunson started again. He had 19 points, 3 boards, 4 assists on 8 for 13. Uh, like I said, KP had his way in this one uh, in the interior. And 27 points, 13 boards, four, I believe, I want to say four blocks, but maybe it was four assists. He was 12 for 15 from the field. And just one of three from three. So he only took three threes. Uh, one of them pissed me off because he uh, was the only, that was when Jakar Sampson was in. And it's like, really, dude, like, they have nobody on the court that is uh, within eight inches of your height. Pause. And so other than that, he did a great job of taking advantage of his height advantage in this game. Um, Pacers had absolutely no one who could contest him inside. And he had like some of those Boban moments where he just got some comical offensive rebounds. Uh, he had five offensive rebounds tonight. And I think almost every single one turned into points. Um, yeah, again, KP, you're seven foot three. When we have a situation where the opponent has nobody that has length or athleticism to contest you inside, you got to go inside. That's just the simplest, easiest way to, for us to score in that scenario. So glad that that took place tonight. He didn't turn himself into a jump shooter out, uh, when he didn't have to. Uh, Josh Green was the fifth starter. Uh, he had his best game of his career, I think. Eight points, six boards, three assists. 
Uh, played 22 minutes. He didn't really see the court after he came out early in the third for some reason. Uh, Luca did hit him a few times on some cuts for some easy baskets. Uh, in the third, he did have two plays where he tried to take his man off the bounce and failed miserably. Like he put it up and hit just the backboard on one of them. Uh, barely hit the rim on the other one, if, if I'm not mistaken. And he did have a drive where he was cut off and turned around and hit like a fadeaway jumper on the baseline, which is the second straight game where he's hit that little like fadeaway, which I appreciate. That's I, I, I think I mentioned on Twitter, that's the next evolution of his game is uh, scoring on cuts. The three ball doesn't appear to be falling for him right now, but if he can hit like a pull-up mid-range jumper or whatever, that, that works for me too. So I know his floater is pretty good too, so if we can get some action going to the rim where he can pull up into that floater, that also could be a, a, a good thing. And hopefully he's earning some rotation minutes long-term. I know with... Uh, some of the guys coming back, that's probably going to be tough after he's fallen out. But I think he's at least shown enough that he can be trusted and can get some real minutes whenever the, the guys come back. So off the bench, Burke had 22 points, three assists, two steals in 32 minutes. Willie Colley-Stein, 10 points, five boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks in 19 minutes. He actually got the defensive player of the game belt for the team, which is a new tradition apparently that they're starting. Um, he also missed a dunk again, which is apparently another tradition that nobody asked him to start, but has become a regular occurrence now. Uh, it's, it's not a Mavs game till Willie Collistein misses a dunk. Uh, that's the new Justin Jackson missed layup. So uh, he, de- he did pull that off late in the game. Uh, we only really went three deep into our bench with Burke, Willie, and James Johnson being the third, who finished with 6.6 boards, two assists, and two blocks in his 26 minutes. Uh, Wundu only played two minutes tonight. Uh, so we won the game uh, against the Pacers, thankfully. Um, kind of treading water. We're just trying to survive until we get our guys back. So next game is against the Spurs, and then after that, we play the Rockets. Those games are Friday and Saturday. Both of those games could still also be opportunities for us to play small. I believe the Spurs are playing Keldon Johnson at the four right now, and I think he's like 6'6", 6'7". So we probably will opt to go small against them. And then... And uh, I think Aldridge is kind of similar to Sabonis in that he's not really getting up off the floor to contest KP uh, as the lone big. So uh, I like that opportunity to go small. The Rockets, though, could be interesting. I saw that um, Christian Wood apparently rolled his ankle pretty bad and was taken to the locker room. So there's a potential he may not even play. But if he does, I think the Rockets play small as well with either Jay Sean Tate or P.J. Tucker at the four who are both undersized. So... Uh, again, I'm 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 not gonna sit here and have a whole debate about KP being a four or five. Uh, I think that Rick is gonna play whatever lineup he think it, thinks is best for our based on our personnel and based on the matchup. Um, these next few appear to be good games to see KP play extended minutes as the lone big, and that's fine with me. Uh, we play a guy like Green or Johnson at the four, uh, who can get some rebounds and can kind of be physical defensively then that's again fine with me um we really really have a good opportunity to win both of those games uh, again we could get our guys back 
in this next games. So uh, we'll see. Both I think the the Spurs game is in San Antonio. The Rockets game is in Dallas, or the other way around. Both games are in Texas, though. So if we get our guys back, we'll you know we'll be home. So it'll be easy to to bring them on in. Um, I'll be looking out for that news. But um, yeah, I kept this short. I wanted to keep this short. Uh, thank y'all for bearing with me. Like I said, I, my my heart really isn't in it right now, but I wanted to make sure I delivered. So thank you for uh, dealing with me and uh, go Mavs. I'll catch you guys this weekend. I'm not doing an episode after each game. I'm doing one Saturday after so I can talk about both. Uh, that's probably something I'll be doing going forward, especially on back to back. So until next time, peace.